0: From the EPR Creation Studio, this is Jason Staples bringing you the Unconquered Podcast. As always, this podcast brought to you by EPR Creations, bringing you the best of internet marketing and website development for an affordable price. Also, take a look over at showthesafeties.com, sign the petition. We're starting to get some traction. It's, uh, you know, the the latest game broadcast with some different angles on Amazon uh, showed some of those options. Let's see if we can get more of that on regular broadcast. And uh, also take a look at the Unconquered Podcast shop for stickers and other seminal merchandise or seminal-related merchandise. We're going to go ahead and get to a pretty quick Boston College preview. To be totally honest, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this preview because I think it's a pretty straightforward, pretty simple preview. This is a game that Florida State should win, and largely because Boston College is is really bad on offense. They're one of the worst teams in the country on offense, and you know they they're going to struggle in this game because of that. They 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 have some problems on the offensive line, and ultimately, I think against this Florida State team, if you can't score, if you have a h- really hard time uh, pr- uh, running the football and and protecting the passer against Maine and Virginia Tech and Rutgers, I think you are going to have uh, you know even worse problems against Florida State, even without Lovett and Verse. So I think that's what this boils down to. Now, just a few basics here. First of all, uh, Boston College is 86th in the FEI. I'm using the FEI this week just because uh, it doesn't have projections baked in. This is just based on performance and what connections have been made so far this season. They're 86th in F- FPI, or FEI, that is. And then uh, Louisville is 53rd, just for perspective. So that tells you kind of where Boston College falls in. Now we're going to go ahead and start with the side of the ball that Boston College should be pretty competitive. And that's the BC defense versus the Florida state offense. And this side of the ball brought to you by Lewis Marquez of Keller Williams Realty in Jacksonville, Florida, as always best in the business in Jacksonville. Let him know, uh, you heard about him from the unconquered podcast and do all of your real estate business with him out there. Uh, help us out quite a bit. So, um, as far as the Boston College defense, they are right now 66th ranked in defense in the FEI. I think that's largely because of uh, schedule strength. So far, they haven't really played a team that is that has a pulse defense uh, uh, offensively. They've they've generally performed okay against those teams that that have lacked a pulse. Now, for perspective, they're 66th in FB, FEI, which again is a uh, a an efficiency measure based on possession by possession performance. Louisville is sixty ninth in defense in the FEI, so that kind of gives you a perspective that they're very closely uh, they're very close defensively in terms of overall efficiency on the year compared to Louisville. So, gives you some indication of what you might see there in terms of of level of quality uh, against Rutgers. They gave up five point oh three yards per play and twenty two points against Virginia Tech. They gave up four point oh six yards per play and twenty seven points, and that was a loss. And that Virginia Tech team, by the way, is a bad football team. So you know, don't don't just go by brand there. Uh, and then Maine, uh, FCS Maine, five point two five yards per play and seventeen points. Again, uh, not so great against an FCS squad. Uh, this is a team, though. I mean, Halfley. This is a very well coordinated, well coached defense, uh, and Halfley has a has a clear identity in terms of what he's doing defensively Uh, they're going to play run defense first they're aggressive they flow to the football they'll load the box against you they're going to play single high pretty much the whole game i would expect against florida state to get the extra guy in the box and they're going to try to force you to throw down the field against their coverage and they feel pretty good about their defensive backs they feel like they've got some guys that can compete there and if you look at their performance on the year they've had a pretty good pass defense 110 passer rating allowed 3 touchdowns, 3 picks on the year. But they also haven't played a good passer yet. They have not played a good passing offense at all. So it's hard to know how much that's just the result of playing bad offenses. But again, they're going to play a variety of coverages. They're going to try to sucker you some. They're going to they're going to bring pressure from different angles. They're going to they're going to to flow fast to the football. They're going to do a lot of things there that good defenses do. They just don't have a ton of personnel. What personnel they do have defensively, I think, is mostly in the back end, from what I can tell, uh, and they're going to trust that their defensive backs can match up. That said, playing single high with some man looks and cover three type looks, that's going to leave you single coverage against Johnny Wilson and 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 Florida State's wide receivers. And this is not last year. This is not a situation where teams can just load the box and feel like Florida State can't challenge them down the field. With this group of wide receivers. That is a a much more dangerous proposition, and this is a, another game where Johnny Wilson could really eat. This is a game where Darion Williamson could have a bit of a breakout. This is a game where Malik McLean could uh, do well. This is a game where you know a guy like Deuce Span, if you know if he's healthy and ready to roll, could could have an impact. Because, again, they're going to get single coverage on the outside. And this also, you're going to get some opportunities in man coverage for a guy like Pittman and, and also, you know, Pokey Wilson. Those guys potentially lining up in the slot and Pokey also outside. Uh, but but Pittman, this is a game where he could actually have a pretty good impact as a receiver. Because, again, you're going to get a lot of man coverage or at least one-on-one coverage and matchup type zone looks. Where they're gonna they're gonna basically force you to throw the football against them, or at least try to force you to throw the football by pressuring the line of scrimmage with extra guys. That said, they're really aggressive. I don't think they have a ton of talent up front, and I think against what Florida State does in in the run game with counters and quarterback read game and all of that, I think that that'll be able to manufacture a pretty good run game against this defense. So I, I expect Florida State will be able to maintain some balance that they'll have some success in both the run and the pass game. And I expect them to to have some success off play action and moving the quarterback around a little bit. I do expect Jordan Travis to play in this game. So, you know, this is a game where I think even with uh, even with Tate Rodemaker if he if Tate Rodemaker plays the whole game i think Florida State's offense will be will be able to basically get what they need done in this game simply because you're going to see decent running game you'll be able to see them uh get some movement up front use counter use some quarterback run game use some of the the misdirection type stuff that they do in the running game and create some some plays for those running backs and then basic rpo and uh, and play action game should be there against the secondary based on those one on one matchups. So I think you know match. It's a pretty good matchup for Florida State offensively. You've got to feel pretty comfortable coming into it, regardless of which quarterback it is. Although obviously with Travis, you feel much more comfortable. Now on the other side of the ball, which is brought to you by Shen, Shenandoah Newsma of ShenRealEstate.com, the best in the business in the Research Triangle. If you have any real estate needs in the Research Triangle, let her know. You heard about her from the Unconquered podcast. On the other side of the ball, it's pretty simple. Boston College has one of the worst offensive lines in recent Power 5 history. I think their offensive line might be worse than Florida State's was three years ago, which is saying something. Right now, they're 121st in sack percentage. They're 119th, I think it is, in pressure allowed. And they are second to last. They're 130th in yards per carry on the season. So their are three games so far. Against Rutgers, they averaged 1.04 yards per carry. At Virginia Tech, they averaged 0.15 yards per carry. And against FCS Maine, they had a breakout for 3.36 yards per carry. This is a team that has not been able to... Their success rate running the football is very low. And their explosiveness rate has also been very low. They don't have a whole lot of uh, of successful plays, and they also don't have explosive plays when they do have success. So this is a bad running offense. They they just cannot they they can't block people up front, and that's bad news. And then you combine that with the sack percentage and the and the pressure allowed. That also means that when they're trying to throw it, when they're on passing downs, they can't protect either. So Florida State fans know exactly what this is like, and Boston College has it maybe worse than FSU did at any point. So it's rough. And they don't have a whole lot of playmakers to compensate for that, to make things happen even without the offensive line. Really, they've got one, and that's Zay Flowers, who is a really, really good wide receiver. I mean, he's an NFL wide receiver, super explosive, a guy that can make big plays. And he's paired with a guy that has NFL potential as a quarterback. But the problem is you can't throw from your back. And Djokovic is a guy that he's not, he's not, you're not talking about Malik Cunningham here. This is not a guy who's going to make plays with his legs. It's a guy who needs to have enough time to be able to set up and throw down the field. And essentially right now, Boston College couldn't block Rutgers, Virginia Tech, or Maine when they went light box and played coverage behind it they couldn't run on him to make him pay for that, and then they couldn't block him to give extra time to the to the uh to the quarterback, which it also impacts their their passing game. so in this game, it basically boils down to Florida State continuing to play a lot of too high coverage and essentially you find flowers you identify them you bracket him as much as you can, you play with the safety over top him the whole the whole night and basically just get out of there ensuring that he doesn't beat you with a few big plays. Essentially if if Boston College doesn't get, you know, a handful of huge plays down the field in the passing game, I don't see how they score a whole lot of points in this game. It's it's pretty simple. So for Florida State, just play a light box, you know, play 5 or 6 in the box, cover with 7 or 8. Keep safety help over top, make sure that you know where flowers is at all at all times. Make sure that your linebackers are are not biting too hard on on play action and that you're covering they got a quality tight end. And you walk out of here without them being able to do a whole lot just because they can't they're very unlikely to be able to block Florida State's defensive line. It's a pretty simple breakdown. So summarizing this and the summary brought to you by garage makeovers, the number one garage remodeling company in South Florida. Let him know you heard about him from the unconquered podcast. The ba- The basic summary of this is Florida state just has to take care of business on the line of scrimmage, avoid turnovers and put this game away. And I do expect Jordan Travis to play in this game. And like I said, even if he doesn't, I think Florida state should be favored by a bunch in this game. And this is a game where I expect Travis to play until this game's in garbage time, essentially. And I think the offense is going to be around you know, 6.4, 6.5 yards per play and about 38 points. And I think defensively, you're looking at, you know, expect around 3.1 yards per play and 10 points. So I've got Florida State winning this game about 38 to 10. And I think this is about 95% chances of winning. This is a bad football team they're playing team that's going to have trouble beating anybody until they get better on the uh, on the line of scrimmage on the offensive side because they're just not gonna be able to score a whole lot of points against any teams that that have any quality on the defensive line and Florida State even with the injuries has some quality there like I said Florida State should win this game I've got Florida State winning at 38 to 10 they've just got to avoid turnovers and make sure that they get out of this game with no more injuries than what they brought into it get healthy get out of this one and make sure that you uh, that you take care of business against a team that has really been struggling so far this year. This has been the Unconquered Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Staples. Thanks for listening. The Unconquered Podcast is brought to you by EPR Creations, Louis Marquez of Keller Williams Realty in Jacksonville, Florida, ShenRealEstate.com in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Garage Makeovers of Palm Beach in Broward County, and the Unconquered Podcast shop at unconqueredpodcast.com, which features stickers, magnets, and other seminal gear. Thanks also to those supporters over at Patreon, where I post video analysis and field questions for the podcast from supporters. I'm especially grateful to those above the Dynasty level, that is Andrew Garrett, Brian Leininger, Jonathan Kennedy, Lee Caswell, Travis Smith, Tyler Kashishki, Vince Calandra, and Bert Bertoldi. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please leave a five-star rating over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, post us on social media, and tell a friend. This has been the Unconquered Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Staples. Thanks for listening. I made this.